Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Ireland's Birth Stories, a podcast created for women to share their experiences with pregnancy and birth. My name is Cora Gernon and I've created this space to enable women to share their experiences from start to finish without feeling shy about the detail. If you would like to support the podcast, you can do so through Patreon. I have attached the link on the website. So if you just visit the website, irelandsbirthstories.ie, you can then find the Patreon link there. Thank you to those that have. In this week's episode of A Moment With, I chat to Tracy Donegan. Tracy is the founder of Gentle Birth. She is a midwife, an author, and last but certainly not least, she is a mother of two. We chat all things Gentle Birth, so we discuss why Tracy saw an opportunity to create this space for parents to be and offer these tools to ensure that they understood the labour process, birth and also parenthood. So there's so much to offer in gentle birth and that's why I wanted Tracy to come on and just chat to me about what exactly it is. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's very insightful and I know it will come in useful to a lot of people. Enjoy. Tracy, you're very welcome to the podcast. Do you want to just kick things off by telling us a little bit about yourself and what you're doing at the moment? How are you, Cora? I'm very happy to be here. Lovely to chat always about any opportunity I have to talk about birth. I'm game. Um, I guess I'm I, I'm a mum to two gorgeous boys, uh, two furry babies, uh, currently living in Texas. Uh, but I did my midwifery training in Ireland and, uh, and trained as a doula as well and now kind of train most of Ireland's doulas. Uh, I came to gentle birth really after kind of working as a doula for a while and looking to find more tools for parents and and I came across hypnobirthing and and it really I guess engaged my interest in the idea of okay this mind-body connection and how you know the your stress levels in labor can impact your perception of pain and can also change how you perceive that whole experience whether you felt it was a positive or a negative experience so I became a I trained with with Marie Mongan became a hypnobirthing educator and started teaching classes and I was like the feedback was amazing women were feeling a lot less afraid of of the birth partners felt a little bit more engaged because as I always say about especially around Irish maternity services we sideline the partners and unfortunately have really sidelined them at the moment given the uh, the ongoing restrictions uh, to partners coming into the hospitals uh, but for me engaging with the partners and helping them really understand how important their role is in facilitating a positive birth 
So I taught hypnobirthing for about a year and then there was little things that were kind of creeping in that, you know, families felt like if if they didn't have this three-hour pain-free birth, which was which is very much part of the hypnobirthing approach that, you know, if you relax enough or you practice enough that you can have this three-hour labor where your baby just, you know, you sneeze your baby out. And parents, not, not just parents that I was teaching, but parents that I, I was like following kind of from around the world saying, yeah, I you know, felt really positive about, you know, going into labor, but it, it really did not give me enough tools for what I experienced in a busy maternity ward in Ireland. So, uh, so I started to, to look at, well, what else is out there? I, I, I think hypnosis is a brilliant tool and I think it's really effective for a lot of people. But I thought maybe there's other things that we can add to it. So for those parents who, um, who actually don't want to do hypnosis because it's parents who just, for whatever reason, they, you know, or maybe it's a religious aspect to it that they don't feel comfortable learning hypnosis, that what else can we give them? So I wanted to create this, this really robust toolkit which was a kind of psychological toolkit for them so we started to add mindfulness to it and there's just there is just so much brilliant research now on the effect of mindfulness on pain perception the effect of mindfulness on um, your day-to-day experience uh, reducing anxiety reducing depression and and significantly reducing depression relapse so so I started okay we're going to build a psychological toolkit and we also have our physical toolkit as well so we've got the comfort measures and we also you know talk about pain management uh, including epidural so there's every, we, we talk about keeping everything on the table because the more tools you have the more confident you're going to feel on the day so so we've always been a very inclusive program so when, like when you go to the app you'll find that there are um, mindfulness and hypnosis sessions that are focused on a positive induction there's sessions for just before you get an epidural and one for after you get an epidural. And there's also like a journey for um, a parent that is, ha- is going to have a planned cesarean. So whether that's through choice or because of medical circumstances. So we, I want to move away from this, I, I guess, pigeonhole that, you know, birth has to be this one way. So our our kind of philosophy is that a positive birth is defined by only one person, and that's the person giving birth. Nobody else gets to have an opinion. Well, they can have their opinion, but we're not going to take that on board. We wanted to create this program that would be inclusive of um, partners who had may, who might have uh, a female life partner, um, who might not have a partner, um, who are planning on getting the epidural as soon as they walk in the door. So there's, as you know, with that, you know, there's this funny saying, you know, as soon as they take the baby out, they put the shame in. And there's so much, you know, angst around, you know, this idea about epidurals are bad. And so we just look at it as it's a tool in your toolkit. And I would say you're going to have this huge toolkit to access. And if on the day it makes sense to have an epidural, then have an epidural and don't feel guilty about it. But you'll, you'll know that you will have, you know, we've, we've stacked the odds in our favor of this going as well as we can. But like one of our, you know, mantras is about controlling the controllables. So things can happen in labor. Sometimes babies do interesting things or, you know, sometimes, you know, your blood pressure does an interesting thing that requires having medical support. And we're very, very fortunate 
to be in a place where we have access to that medical support on hand within our hospitals or at home with your with your midwife so that was kind of a big part of it was how can we make this inclusive and not shame you know increasing people's shame and just make it that it's something that they will do on a day-to-day basis they they have recommended kind of what, what we call brain training in the app that is based on their journey and based on their due date so it changes by the day but every time they're doing this practice so they'll they might have like a five minute affirmations they might have a 10 minute meditation later on the day and evening time they'll do their hypnobirthing going to bed but we've just got so many more tools in the toolkit and then another aspect of was how do we engage with the partners especially you know the dads the male partners who you know we've already sidelined we've you know they they want to provide meaningful support to their partner but we're not giving them the tools or the confidence to facilitate for their partner and to understand what's happening so what I started to do is I was looking at what's happened other tools that would be really easy for for especially the male partners to understand so we looked to the principles of sports psychology so we get you know we, we start you get these dads in the room we start talking about the GAA and we start talking about what Liverpool's doing at the moment and we see the lights go on and they're interested and then we want to hear well okay this is you know this is a this is not what they were expecting they're expecting to come and for especially when you when you think about hypnobirthing or gentle birth they're thinking that they're going to be sitting in a circle singing kumbaya getting in touch with their inner divine self you know so which is all very well if that's your deal but for most of the you know male partners we're working with in ireland they it's like okay so how can we apply these principles in a way that really makes sense so understanding their you know the importance of self-talk understanding the mental rehearsal you know there's no none of those liverpool players go out into you know a, a championship game not having rehearsed that game so and it's not that that we're, we're encouraging parents to rehearse the most perfect unbelievable you know three-hour labor possible what we're doing is helping them rewire their brain because their brain is already wired towards the threat system based on what we've learned we've you know we unfortunately most of us grew up hearing that birth was really difficult and 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 horribly painful and you just think you want to die and there's all this tearing and blood and, and then we watch you know the rotunda show and we don't see anything better and then we watch one born every minute and we see the same so it's been it's been that belief has been compounded that we don't have the strength to do it, that we need all of this extra help, which some parents will need, but for the majority of healthy, well, full-term women, they have it within them. So with gentle birth, we're just clearing away some of that nonsense and that focus on not being able to do and just reminding them that it's all inside you. You have the strength within you. We're just going to remind you of it and and you're going to practice every day and it's and it's the easiest practice you're ever going to do for possibly one of the biggest days of your life so it's it's we our brains are wired for threat and in pregnancy even more so so it's so easy as you know you i'm sure remember in your own pregnancies that it's really easy to go to worst case scenario so easy just and that's just 
where and it's a survival mechanism and but that was great a hundred thousand years ago when we were living in caves and we had to worry about you know predators coming in and, and attacking us but now we had the same response when we opened you know our, a credit card the credit card bill so and the brain can't differentiate between something that's re- that is happening to us right now and something we're vividly imagining and unfortunately for a lot of your listeners they are mentally rehearsing the kind of birth they don't want so they're reinforcing those connections in the brain so yes yeah it's so easy to think of when i when i talk to parents about what would what would be the perfect most positive birth experience for you i'm usually met with a bit of silence and it takes a little a minute to warm up because they haven't let themselves think about it in that way that it could be a great experience that it could be really positive no matter whether you have every drug on the planet or not it could be an empowering experience for you but while we continue to think of all i can kind of entertain mentally is that it's going to be awful and visualizing myself you know not being you know not being in control and and just feeling terrible and and afraid we're just replaying that and it's just reinforcing those connections so it, it does take a bit of conscious effort to shift your your kind of your focus to okay so that's all very well and of course things can come up in labor that nobody had predicted or expected but we also know that healthy well women are likely to give birth without a lot of trouble if we can you know as midwives and uh, you know be able to kind of stand back and create that that support bubble for them so they can get on with the job and and not have to think about anything else other than what they're actually doing in that yeah, moment yeah. so for when we get the the partners involved they are so excited about their role and because they realize how really it, it's not about sitting there and, 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 you know, rubbing her hand and telling her how amazing she is. It's, it's, a, it's a big job. And especially within Irish maternity services, when care is more likely than not, not evidence-based, that they understand that your role is to help facilitate mm-hmm. for your partner to have whatever that experience is that she wants. And, and and the two questions that we, we talk about to, to partners really is that no matter what's going on, what you're offered on the day, you want to ask two questions. Is my partner okay? And is our baby okay? And 99% of the time, the answer is going to be, yes, everyone is fine. But this is how we do it here in X hospital. This is the guideline. This is the policy. And helping them understand that none of these policies and guidelines are carved in stone that many of them are not based on international best practice mm. and they can ask questions they can be engaged in their care and and be really curious about what they're being offered not confrontational because we don't that's not the energy we want to bring so partners and will get together with their you know their their, their peers and they'll talk about the birth experiences and and what helped them have a good experience so they feel really part of I mean they are they're the child's father you know or or, you know the female partner they they want to be engaged they are have a vested interest in this being a great experience for everybody um so we've we're we're getting there with the we need to see some a lot of changes but for now within maternity systems in Ireland we have to prepare parents for 
what they're likely to experience within the system and how they can make the system work for themselves, how they can navigate it in a way that is, uh, is empowering for them, for both of them. Yeah, completely. And I'm really I'm with you with um, when you talk about partners. It's so important. To, with my first, I didn't understand the importance of of Sean being aware of what was going on. But second time around, he was just key to helping me stay where I needed to be. But even I, from other women that I've interviewed, a lot of women have prepared their partners down to a T where there's notes in their phones and they're rereading them constantly. And there was a woman who I was so impressed and really delighted that her partner made this move, but she didn't have a connection with her midwife. And her husband spoke to that midwife and said, it's just not working. Can we switch? And I was just so impressed by that. Yeah. But he made that change and it made a difference. So it was amazing Oh, to absolutely. Hear. Yeah, we've, and, it, and it's something that we talk about in our classes. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com as well that you know 99% of the midwives you're going to meet are going to be absolutely amazing and brilliant and really clued in and want you to have a fabulous experience mm. but there is it's there is the off chance that you might have a midwife that has you know you're not as I say you're not feeling the love there's just not that connection yeah. And if that connection isn't there, it is going to impact your labor hormones. You have to feel safe. Oxytocin, that, that hormone that, you know, you know, makes labor happen, it is going to be inhibited if mom starts to feel anxious. Mm-hmm. So what's interesting is in 
during pregnancy, um, the pregnancy hormones are changing your brain. So one area that they're changing is, again, around that threat system, because, again, it's about you're vulnerable, but we want to protect ourselves and protect our baby. So we are really, really clued in to picking up, and it's an unconscious thing, to picking up micro-expressions of people around us. Okay. So if you have a midwife who is reading your birth preferences and smiling and agreeing but rolling her eyes on the inside you will pick up on it mm. so it's just and and once once that threat system has picked up on it it's like okay something's not jiving here that we're <laughs> something's not lining up mm. which creates stress within the month and she doesn't even know why she feels stressed so those micro expressions especially with our care providers so when i'm teaching midwives i'm like you know you have to be able to be humble enough and love this job enough to know that if I'm not feeling it with this client, maybe someone else is, is going yeah. to be the better midwife for this for this woman. But parents don't know that they can ask for a different midwife. But that midwife who's rolling her eyes on the inside might just have been up all night with a teething baby herself. Mm-hmm. So we always want to give the staff the benefit of the doubt they're working under really horrible conditions they're on the hospitals are understaffed you know you're barely getting to go to the bathroom during a shift it's very very stressful in the labor ward so we want to give them the benefit of the doubt but if after you know we've tried and the partner has tried but we're we're just it's not happening then absolutely have a new midwife there is no and, and 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 it's not because sometimes women will say to me oh but you know, they're going to think I'm that, you know, diva, you know, you know, bridezilla kind of, you know, birthzilla person, you know, yeah, who's just going to, you know, it's like, you get one chance to do this. Do not worry about what somebody is saying out at the desk. You're going to do this once and you want to, again, stack the odds in your favor of this going as well as it can be. And you'll get the next midwife will come in and it's all good. And But it's it can really change the whole progress of a labor mm-hmm. if you have somebody that you know is, yeah, we're all, we're all not about being on, on the same side. It's we're all, you know, that, that chemistry is there and we're all working together. And then once that threat system is deactivated, then we've got the oxytocin flowing again and we get, get on with having a baby. So if I was pregnant and I was interested in gentle birth, but I wasn't into all the affirmations and all that sort of stuff, what would you say to me? To Can I still get something out of it without getting fully invested? Is, there, is it gentle birth still for me? No, absolutely. I would say there's, I mean, I've worked with parents who have had, who have been like, really, like they, they think when they hear hypnobirthing, first of all, they think, oh, this, you know, we have this association with it's going to be, you know, this woo thing. We're just going to sit chanting and, you know, and this is so not what, what so not what gentle birth is. So, and, and you do, I mean, you hear some of the affirmations sometimes and, and you'll be like, would you go on with yourself? You know, it's like, but that that's <laughs> part of that is the belief system that it's like, yeah, that's just, that's not me, you know, and I'm not into that, that, that sort of stuff. So, for, for those parents, I would say, first of all, give it a chance. So, fit, mm. because there's different set, there's different affirmations that, and, and you'll find one or two that will really resonate with you. So, if you find those couple that really resonate with you, they're the ones that to write out and stick on a post-it everywhere around the house, put it on the fridge in the bathroom, so you're going to see it regularly. 
But even more effective is to write your own affirmations. So, because, yeah, mm. some of the affirmations, like, you know, I blossom like a flower. And I'm like, whatever, you know, that kind of language. Oh, that one worked <laughs> for me. That had me. I used it throughout my birth. I literally was like imagining a purple tulip. The whole but a lot of people were like, seriously, come on now. But it's but some of the affirmations can be actually quite helpful. Like something like, um, you know, my baby is the perfect size for my body. Or I can do mm. anything for a minute. Because that's, re- that's one that's like, yeah, I can get behind that. Because yes. it's, yeah. it's not flare- flowery and it's, it's motivational. It's, it's inspiring me. So, but I, when I work mm. with parents who have a resistance to the affirmation, I say, write your own. Because there's, it's, take this program and make it your own. There is not, it's not prescriptive that you have to do A, B, and C. You can do... C and a little bit of A or you can go all the way to Z and find what works for you because it has to be personalized to your your needs and and your your personality and it's the same with with the hypnobirthing the hypnobirthing you know press play put it on as you're going to sleep if nothing else it'll help you sleep don't even think about it as being a tool for labor think of it as you know what i'm not getting much sleep at the moment or not really good restorative sleep so i'll just use this just to help me sleep at night or when i get up 20 times to go to the bathroom uh the meditation aspect or the mindfulness aspect Again, really simple ways that you can practice without having to, you know, we don't have to light the incense burner and sit and and chant. You Mm. can be practicing mindfulness as you're loading the dishwasher, as you're taking a shower. So it's very practical. And and the exercise, especially the, the mindfulness exercises, they're designed to be short so that you can, you know, be on your lunch break and do, okay, I've got five minutes. I'm just going to do a five-minute meditation. And that five-minute meditation might be enough just to reset your whole you know, state of mind for the rest of the day. So it's, it's mm. created in a way that it's easy to follow. There's very little flowery stuff in, in my content. And, and when they download the app, like there's a, there's a seven-day free trial with the app. So download it, kick the tires, see if it's for you. Um, but when you, when you download it, during that trial, you get to download the book and the workbook. So, and again, it's, it's written from an Irish woman's perspective. So there's a little language in there. There's a little bit of humor in there. I'm, I'm writing it. I wrote it in a way that it would appeal to me as a North Sider. So maybe someone in the, on the South Side mightn't, appeal, mightn't agree. <laughs> but it's, it's my experience and, and what I've learned as a midwife and, and what I've learned about how we can train the brain for this to be a better experience, no matter how the baby arrives on the day. And given what's happening at the moment with, with the restrictions, where, as you're probably seeing as well, that, that there is an increase in, in anxiety and stress for, for parents preparing for birth and that unpredictability of when their partner will be, will be coming in. So we can use mindfulness is a, has been shown to be a buffer to stress and a buffer to trauma. So the more we can, even in these little short sessions, build that emotional resiliency, which you don't get with pure hypnobirthing. Hypnobirthing is, it's much more passive. You press play and you drift off. Whereas mindfulness is an intentional activity of the the brain. You notice you're in the shower 
and we're going to just pay attention for a minute. All we're going to do is notice the the heat of the water. We're going to notice the steam. We're going to notice everything within a, in in our senses. And ten seconds into that shower, your mind is in Tesco's, or it's replaying the argument you had with your sister yesterday. And we're not in the present moment because the mm. mind wanders around 50% of the time. And it generally wanders to places that are stressful. So so all we're doing is mm-hmm. we're noticing. So much about mindfulness is just noticing. So it's, I, oh, I'm in Tesco's right now doing the shopping. Why don't I come back into the shower just for a minute and just notice the smell of my shampoo? And just even like noticing the smell of your shampoo might take you to, you know, I've got to get coconut oil for you know shop this week so but that's exactly what the mind does and it's it's always on the go so we're just training the mind just to come back to the present moment time and time again very gently because one of the big parts of mindfulness is is the compassion aspect of it because there's no point in in in, you know I, I joke about mindfulness it's like being you're learning how to be the nosy neighbor of your mind you're learning to see what, mm. you know what, I now I get why I go off the deep end when my partner says this or does this, because I have a pattern of thinking around whatever that is. So you get to kind of step back and kind of, you know, be the curtain twitcher of your own mind. And sometimes you get to see, yeah. oh, there's some stuff in there that, yeah, I'm not really liking. But rather than... Uh, again, adding to, you know, an already stressful situation where we realize that, you know, the mind is a funny place. It's, it's tricky. So I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm going to be really compassionate and kind to myself when I realize, okay, so I have these patterns of thought because if we don't know we have them, then there's nothing we can do about them. So there's so much of it is about Mm. that building that resiliency and it's, and kindfulness towards ourselves, especially for first-time parents who are going to come out on the other end of this labor labor will be you know one day or two days and now we have 18 years ahead of us now to and we got to hit we're trying to hit the ground running so we with mindfulness you start to notice your self-talk and as especially as as you know first-time mothers really we're very hard on ourselves we're and 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 the and the idea of being the perfect mother and and so if you have again these these little strategies for catching yourself going on a train of thought that's just going to make you miserable and and you're likely to do it at four o'clock in the morning when you're trying to get the baby to latch and the baby is not impressed mm-hmm. and you look across the room and your partner is snoring so what that's going to create tension in the relationship so again being able to kind of step back and see well isn't it interesting what my mind is doing right now and being able to get into the body more and just because a simple way of stopping that that threat reaction that that anxiety reaction is to drop down into the body and notice well where am I feeling that stress now I can oh my cheeks are burning I can feel my heart starting to go up and I, my, I've got this tension in my shoulders. Just by doing that, we reduce that stress response, so that we can. Because when that amygdala and that 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 stress response is kicks off, it takes off the executive functioning, the, the neocortex part of our brain that is responsible for planning, making decisions, um, 
all of that is it's just offline now and we don't tend to make good decisions when we're in a stress state so simply by dropping down in into the body and noticing oh i can feel my heart racing and i want to throw something across the room at him now we start to reduce the activity mm. in the amygdala which means once we do that we bring the executive functioning back online so that we can actually okay. realize okay i'm i'm losing a little bit here and we, we have a, a, an approach called name it to tame it. So when we notice, like, I'm feeling, we name it, I'm stressed, I'm feeling upset, I'm feeling angry. Just naming it, bringing, activating different parts of the brain calms that part of the brain down. It soothes it so that we can, you know, maybe it does involve a shoe going across the room, but it's not as hard as it would have been two minutes ago, you know, and we would've can been, then... Yeah sit with our partner and say look I'm really struggling here and I want to get some help or let's figure out you know getting the lactation consultant in tomorrow so it just lets them disconnect from the emotion of an experience for a minute just to be able to 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 make those decisions that will help them reach their breastfeeding goals or, or whatever that is that is going to be helpful for them because when their two-year-old throws your iPhone down the toilet there's a minute of you know reaction so we want, and as parents, mm. I think we want to be able to be responsive to our toddlers and to our teenagers instead of reactive. So what we do see in, in the mindfulness research is that, again, th- these really short, regular practices help us to not jump at, th- at the first sign of danger, that we do have this little tiny window of, I can decide now, I can actually decide how I'm going to respond to this and we don't go off the deep end so quickly but we do still it's not you're not going to turn into the zen master yeah. overnight and and I think again we if we come back to that compassionate aspect of it it's like there's days when yeah you're going to lose it but you know that okay this wasn't how I wanted to behave this wasn't how I wanted to treat my partner or or the the woman in the post office or something that we get we notice it and then we realize what we've done and we just start again so it's a very forgiving practice but it's so easy to to incorporate it's not the hard part of mindfulness is not in the practice itself it's remembering to actually do it Mm. that's a great point about carrying through to the days after you've had the baby because that's where it takes the work just to pull yourself together sometimes you know to not together but just to refocus from where your mind might go. And so Tracy, finally, where would we go to find out more about you and also to get involved with Gentle Birth? The App Store and uh, Google Play Store. And then if they go to gentlebirth.app, they'll uh, find out more about the program and our approach and, and they'll find me all over social media as well. So, And I do all my own social media. So anyone that messages me will hear from me, not, uh, not anybody else. Great, Tracy. Thank you so much. All right, lovely to chat. I hope you enjoyed the first episode of our mini-series A Moment With. Keep your eyes and ears peeled for the next episode, which will be live soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.